Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Former NFLer and Odyssey insider Ross Tucker joins Chopin the Bulldog every Thursday at 5 p.m. Brought to you by Northwest Bank for What's Next. Get started at Northwest.com. Okay, halfway mark. Sports Talk Saturday rolling along here on this murky, kind of crappy Saturday, but it is what it is. Joining me now on the West Her Hotline live from Yankee Stadium at Cortica is Will Parkinson. He is the host of the Turn On the Jets podcast. Will, thanks so much for joining me, man. Well, where are your, who's your alma mater? Is it Cortland? Is it Ithaca? Where you, where, where'd you go to school? Yeah, we're, 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 a Cortland, uh, we're a Cortland family here, so, you know, it's... Uh... You know we're we're representing Corland. We're doing the state versus private uh private robbery game. So uh, you know we're rolling with uh with Cortland State here. Very good. I would tell you that I'm a Buff State alum, uh, and I don't believe we ever beat Cortland while we while we were playing at Buff State. I was State. gonna say I was gonna say as much, but uh you know it's your show. I didn't want to <laughs> want to show you up on your own show. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Uh, I will say though, uh, Buffalo State uh, legend Jerry Boys, his son. I want to say is the starting quarterback for Cortland right now. Yeah, he is. He is. You're uh, you're not wrong there. So, how's he looking? Is he is he a stud? What's what's yeah, going on? He's a stud. Yeah. No, we we can't uh, we can't complain here. Nine and zero, uh, and you know we'll uh, we'll certainly take it between the Jets being six and three. Yeah, and right. Cortland being nine and zero. I'm having a good call. And the center, by the way, is defensive coordinator from Buffalo State, Terry Bitka's son, as well. So there is a lot of buff. The Buffalo State connection with Cortland is uh, is 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 alive and real. So good to good to see those guys having success. Let's let's talk about the the NFL here, and let's talk about that. Let's rewind a little bit if we can, Will, and talk about that game last Sunday where your Jets again get to a six and three mark on the season. And listen, I'm not going to lie to you. You know that week leading up. There was a lot of conversations around what's going on with Zach Wilson. Is this a make or break game for him? Could he potentially get benched from Mike White if it does if it goes poorly? Like those were the conversations around here in the Buffalo market. Um, we had Jets reporters coming on, kind of throwing a little bit of water on it, but not completely, you know, shutting it down. Where how much has things changed for Zach Wilson, I don't know, in the last eight days? Yeah, so the, the Zach thing is, is always going to be interesting and polarizing. Um, look, I, I, he struggled mightily against New England. There's no way around it. You know, he's one to start this year. QB wins guy, but I think anyone could attest. Obviously, the only thing that really matters is getting W's at the end of the day. And you know, he'd been four zero as a starter. Um, you know, they're going into the, the Patriots game. They look good. They play well outside of 
they play well outside of, uh, you know, outside of Zach. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he throws three interceptions and, and there's a lot going on. And, you know, and, uh, you know, he goes into, he goes into the Bills game, you know, struggling and, um, you know, he's able to play well and playing, he's playing it, you know, he's able to play well and, and he, he obviously did, he did enough to, you know, kind of get things done. And, um, you know, the, the mood around Zach right now is, you know, he's a winning quarterback and, you know, he's doing just enough to kind of get them those LBUs and if you just turn the ball over, you know, things are going to kind of go well for the Jets. Yeah, and obviously the one area that I think a lot of people – listen, is, I'm not a Jets fan or anything, but I really liked what I was seeing. And I think obviously Jets fans too really liked what they were seeing from Brees Hall. Then he goes down with the injury. They go make the trade for James Robinson. And obviously his first game, not a lot of snaps. His first – you know, he didn't get a full week of practice. What would you see from him and what this rushing attack is going to look like for the rest of the way with Michael Carter and with James Robinson? Yeah, no, look, I think James Robinson's a nice NFL back. And, um, you see Brees Hall, no. But at the end of the day, he's a, he's a confident NFL running back, a one-cut runner, makes people miss. And um, he, he's a guy that, between the, him and the tandem of, you know, him, Michael Carter, um, even, you know, a guy like Donovan Knight, who's an undrafted, uh, undrafted rookie that runs hard. The Jets have just enough at the running back position right now that, you know, if they are able to block effectively the way they were against the Bills, um, they're able to kind of have that confident round game, or run game and, uh you know, it, it's something that it might not be as explosive without Brees Hall, but James Robinson's a guy that, that's going to get you four or five yards of pop, and, um, you know, it's something this offense needs to kind of stay ahead of the six. So tell me a little bit about this offensive line, because I've, I've got to tell you, I went into this game thinking, okay, well, that's really where the Bills are going to be able to take advantage of this Jets team is on that offensive line. A lot of guys moving around, you know, you no Mekhi Becton, no Elijah Vera Tucker. I mean, though, especially with Elijah Vera Tucker, who is, for all intents and purposes, the best offensive lineman in, uh, you know, in New York. Uh, how have they been able to not just piece things together to get by through injuries, but look really darn good against the Bills' defensive line that going into that game was considered a top-five unit pretty universally. Yeah, look, Bills are they're arguably the best defense in the NFL going into that game. And, you know, the Jets, the Cowboys, right alongside them, even the Eagles. And, um, you know, the Jets were able to kind of just lean on them, use some kind of simple concepts in terms of some power and counter game. And um, they're able to lean on them. The Jets are a team right now that's able to, you know, kind of, Stay ahead physically of other teams, and when it gets to the fourth quarter, they're able to lean on you, uh, you know, make things work. It's been a patchwork this year through the offensive line, whether it's, um, as you mentioned, left tackle was an issue early on in the year. You had Elijah Vera Tucker go out and tie back and others. And, um, you know, they've had guys like Lincoln Thompson had his probably his best game as a Jet uh, on Sunday. And you look at a guy in the run game, TJ Uzama, the tight ends have been huge in order to kind of, uh, you know, push that run game and help that offensive line out. So it's not the unit that everyone saw going into the year. But it's a unit that's you know obviously capable, serviceable, and um, you know if you're able to kind of get a lead or, or be close in the game going into the fourth quarter, they're they're a unit that can kind of lean on you and, and get those you know extra yards and, and start to kind of pound the ball you know down your throat for lack of a better term uh, you know as the fourth quarter goes on. So what did you see? I mean, maybe in specifically the secondary, and again in that second half last week that really maybe clogged up the deep middle and the deep parts of the field where Josh Allen, I, I think everybody knows right now, that's where Josh Allen really wants to attack. He wants to attack the deep portions of the field. He's got one of the best arms in football. And, 
he's comfortable with the ball traveling 20, 25, 30 plus yards in the air. The problem is, if you go back and watch that second half and some of the zone coverages they were running against the Bills, the one thing I kept noticing is just them really clogging up the deep middle with their linebackers. Their linebackers weren't dropping 10, 15 yards, Will. They were dropping 25, 30 yards, and they were leaving the the middle of the field, those short and intermediate dump-offs, wide open for Josh Allen, begging him to take it, and he didn't take it. Do I still got you there, Will? Yeah, no, I still got you. Okay, sorry. From the, from, a, from a Jets secondary perspective, look, I think they've done a good job of mixing up coverages with Josh. Um, you know, they, they rolled in the two and the four. They rolled in some cover six. They went some man. They really kind of take away the deep portion of the field, generally speaking, and they trust those corners. And, uh, you know, Reed, Sauce, you know, those guys are – they're no joke. And, uh, you know, the fact that they're able to trust them and then be able to get pressure with four, they trust their linebackers and coverage – um, there's been an adjustment in the Jets defense from week three on that, you know, basically we're going to, we're going to be able to, uh, we're going to be able to kind of, you know, we're, we're going to trust those guys. We're going to get pressure with four and, and we're going to be able to kind of clog up the middle of the field in the back half. And, you know, for a Bills offense that works so much off those explosive plays, yeah. they had kind of Josh in a bit of a blender. It felt like where, you know, he thought they were in two, they were really in cover six, or he thought they were in man and they're really in cover three. Those things are you know crucial to stop Josh out and, um, you know, the Jets were able to do that and rely on their, the talent there, you know, they, the high-drafted talent and highly paid talent on the outside of the Jets. So tell me this. Uh, are we going to see Elijah Moore anytime soon? Is he going to come back gonna, from the we're dead? Gonna see, we're going to see more. Um, he's a guy that's gonna, he's got moved into the squad now full-time. Um, he'll still play some outside reps, but Robert Sala mentioned it this week. He'll be a slot receiver for the Jets kind of going forward where he's able to, you know, kind of feast in college and, Gary Wilson's able to thrive on the outside, and, and he'll continue to you know work outside. And Corey Davis sends out Mims, and then Elijah Moore and Braxton Barrios work on the inside. So they've got a very formidable unit. Uh, getting Elijah Moore involved and, and kind of getting guys you know like Denzel Mims involved, like they did against the Bills, um, in addition to Garrett Wilson and Corey Davis and others, um, it's going to make this unit you know really strong both on the top end and also you know kind of a depth for from a depth perspective. I do got to say, though, I've been surprised that Denzel Mims has not only been getting the burn, but he's been doing stuff with it. He's not – he's out there. He's a good blocker. Like, I'm just – I'm surprised to see him, A, get the usage and the trust from his coaching staff considering how the offseason and really his career at large has been coming into the season, but what he's doing with the increased role that he's seen this year. Yeah, it's interesting. Denzel Mims the guy that kind of was cast it off after the year last year. Showed a lot of promises as a rookie – comes in as a as a pretty brutal camp, you know, in twenty twenty one. New system, new schemes, and active for a lot of the year when he plays, he's dropping balls, penalties. It's it's a mess and didn't have a great camp, um, but finished really strong in the preseason. That third preseason game had over hundred yards receiving his first touchdown, showed some of the flashes, requested a trade, and you know, you're thinking, you know, he, he's probably spare parts at this point. Um, Corey Davis goes out, Denzel Mims has been working hard able to come in and, you know, he's made some plays. You know, he didn't have a great game against Buffalo in terms of, uh, you know, catching everything, but the play that needed to be made, probably the biggest play of his career, uh, third and five on the Bills' seven or eight-yard line, whatever it was, makes the play big body. Uh, you know, that's what really matters. And, um, you know, you got to be impressed with it and happy for the kids. You know, he's, he struggled, had a lot, you know, a lot of ups and downs through his first two and a half years in the NFL, but, Biggest game of the year against probably the NFL's best teams, able to make a crucial third down catch and 
uh, you know, you got to be happy for him, you know, with the way he's able to kind of come off clutch like that. All right, let's uh, quickly fast forward to next week because the Jets are on the bye week this week, Will. Looking at that Patriots matchup, 22-17 just two weeks ago, is it really just they need more from Zach Wilson and if they can get the performance they got from uh, Zach Wilson against the Bills, that maybe that second uh, you know matchup against the Patriots in Foxborough goes a different way this time? Yeah, I think if Zach Wilson plays Mac Jones of 2021, uh, you know, the Jets win that game comfortably. Look, I, I think if you go back and watch the tape of that game, there's the three or four mistakes that happen. Even there's a couple of missed throws that, um, you know, aren't interceptions that, you know, should have been made guys wide open running on kind of man beating concepts. If Zach Wilson can play at even a league average, I'm, you know, he doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen on Sunday. If he can play at a league average level, the Jets should win comfortably. Um, if you protect the football, the Jets defense is good enough. Good field position to give them. You run the football. I think you give yourself a chance. It's all about taking care of the football for Zach and, and making those two to three throws that um, you know you need, whether it's on third down, maybe it's a big play on a, on a double move, whatever that may be. If you can get that out of them, um, you'll be feeling more than good as a Jets fan. All right, well, tell the folks uh, here that are listening where they can find your work. There's a big matchup coming up in December against the Jets, and we want to have uh, all the good resources we can in Jets media. Where, uh, where can the folks find you? Yeah, so uh, Will PA11 on Twitter, Instagram, you know, the, the whole nine you know, whole nine yards on socials, and then the Turn on the Jets podcast, um, you know, every week, uh, a couple times a week, had a bunch of Jets players on this week, you know, have had some great people like yourself on the show, and, uh, you know, try to give fans some, some good insight and, and some unbiased opinions on, you know, the opponent coming up and, uh, you know, previewing the matchup. So um, I appreciate that, uh, you know, obviously appreciate you having me. Yeah, man, enjoy uh, and uh, enjoy the rest of the game today at Yankee Stadium. Uh, we're, we're rooting for the Dragons today as well over here in Buffalo. So enjoy, man, and uh, we'll talk soon. Enjoy the bye week. Right, thanks so much, man. Take care. All right, Will Parkinson there of, tur- of the Turn on the Jets podcast on our West Her Hotline. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.